today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. So listen, let, let's let's delve into this a little bit further. That's that that's the statistical area from from the police as to how they're dealing with this. I want to bring Jack Lloyd into the conversation. He's a lawyer representing uh, uh, patients access uh, for medical marijuana, cannabis lawyer, and activist. And uh, we've had Jack on the pro- program before uh, to try to get some clarity about how this is actually happening with the industry and and how the, the what the police are doing and what the provincial law and federal law is doing are having an impact on this. Jack, thank you for being with us today. Appreciate it. Oh, that's my pleasure, Bill. Thank you for having me. You, uh, you just heard uh, from uh, Deputy Chief Dan Kinsella about how Hamilton Police Services are handling this. Uh, there's a concern here and, and a bit of a conflict here about what police seem to think is, is an illegal shop and, and what the, some of the, the people that are operating these businesses right now seem to think is very legal and above board. Could you explain exactly what the, the conundrum seems to be here? Uh, well, it's a problem of the government's own making, ultimately, and I, I don't envy Hamilton Police, certainly. They're just trying to do their jobs. But they have been put in a very difficult situation by the provincial government. This was very clearly indicated by the, uh, quite frankly, outrageous and disappointing comments by the Premier in regards to uh, the the dispensary situation in the city of Hamilton. So uh, at its core, the main issue is the ability for sick people to access their medicine. And there was a court ruling in August of 2017 in the city of Hamilton that urgent uh, enforcement priorities do not trump patient access rights. And so essentially what the, the provincial government did was introduce a law to get around a court order that said that if you want to shut down a medical cannabis dispensary, you have to go to court um, and prove that the uh at that time, the access to cannabis for medical purposes regulation was constitutional. And so they never did that. Instead, they took the easy way out, which was to draft uh, the uh, Section 18 of the Cannabis Control Act 2017. The big problem uh, for Hamilton Police, uh, and in fact, any police uh, uh, services in Ontario, is that the order explicitly states that Hamilton Police Services and um all other police services in the province of Ontario uh, are to enforce this order. So really the question that police need to be asking is whether the shops are medical and whether the shops are in compliance with the court order. So uh, it's not nice and it's difficult, but uh, certainly there are thousands of very sick people who rely on these shops to access their medicine. So hearing uh, Premier Ford make those disparaging comments was extraordinarily disappointing uh, for this community of people, and I anticipate that we'll be going to court to 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 seek a remedy. Yeah, but Jack, we've got to put this in perspective. We have to recall that this, uh, his chief of staff just a couple of weeks ago was the one that called out police services right across the province to go in there and start busting these places and closing them down. Uh, well, certainly, in, I think that the, the closest... Uh, a uh, case I can think of would be one called Roncarelli and Duplessis, in which uh, the government is really, uh, by government I mean the legislative and executive branches of government, are really uh, overstepping their jurisdictional authority here. The courts made a ruling, and if they want to uh, uh, go against that ruling, then they need to come to court, right? They can't just uh, have police um, uh, become judge, jury, and executioner on this important issue. Uh, and at its core, sick people are suffering. And, and police don't want that either, right? Like, the police are not interested in infringing the, the, the charter-mandated rights of medical cannabis patients. But this, uh, the way that this law is being applied, that's what's happening. And 
Yeah, because I've heard that. I mean, we've talked with some of the operators. Uh, this is previous to, uh, to obviously, yesterday when the shops uh, all of a sudden became legal. And we'll get into that in just a couple of seconds. Uh, and, and they've told us that when police do uh, uh, attend these scenes, they're, they're almost apologetic, like, sorry, we have to do this. It's, it's you know, it's, it's our job, but we think it's kind, it's kind of a frivolous and waste of time. But So it doesn't seem as if anybody really has a grip as to what has to happen here or how to handle this situation, which begs the question, were we even ready for the, the legalization and for the opening of these shops, and is it being done in, in a pragmatic fashion? Well, I think that, Prior to uh, October 17, 2018, Hamilton and Hamilton Police Services were doing a very good job at regulating the cannabis dispensaries on their own. They had no need of provincial or federal uh, uh, interaction on that front. Uh, the shops were safe, and the shops were providing reasonable access to medical cannabis to the approved patients. And so really the answer to all of these questions lies in Justice Lopchick's order. It was issued in 2017, which is that if the shop is providing only medical cannabis to approved patients, you leave it alone. And uh, even uh, comments that, that the shops are dangerous, the shops are a, a public safety hazard and things of this nature, all of that is cured uh, if the police are able to enforce the criminal law with uh, in, a, in a, an appropriate manner without arresting everyone for cannabis, which of course is now legal. So it's a very complex situation, um, but at its core, uh, I think that the other issue that I just want to express is that police really should not be making demands of the courts that they need to um, rule in certain ways. It's going to result in a uh, serious problems in how the law is enforced. Is is, is part of the, the rationale or the reason for some of the concern and maybe even some of the confusion at this stage, uh, the, the protocol that the province has developed here, but the fact that, for instance, to use this stuff uh, until yesterday, of course, uh, it, basically it was a mail order situation. Uh, and, and, and now we're, the, they've, they've already told us that there's a shortage, that there's a supply shortage that's going on right now. Yesterday, these stores were supposed to open, and uh, many of them, of course, didn't. Now they're beginning, uh, uh, they're, I guess, right now under the guise of some severe fines for not being ready to be open at the same time. But I, I just, I'm getting the sense here that the, the government here doesn't really have their act together, and, and the shop owners, and certainly the patrons who want to see these shops open, are the ones that are getting the short end of the stick. Well, certainly the recreational consumers are struggling, but the, the real victims here are the medical cannabis patients who uh, their access has been uh, effectively frustrated completely by this entire situation. What I will say on that front is that the city of Hamilton, in my view, would be entirely justified to issue business licensing for medical cannabis dispensaries. They could advise police to leave those with licenses alone. And so that would solve all of these problems. So I think that government created this problem and uh, the, the, the city of Hamilton really could solve it if they, if they wish to take that action. So you feel that, that there is an element here that city council could actually partake in to try to find a solution to this? They could solve it with uh, issuing business licenses. That would solve it entirely. And why isn't that happening? Uh, again, it's unclear. Other municipalities have done so, and they, ha they did it with the support of the federal government, so long as it was medical cannabis only. And so uh, it's it's getting frustrating for patients to continually go to court and fight for their rights. Uh, the the government needs to respect those, and in my view, um, really issuing business licenses in order to ensure that reasonable access continues in the city of Hamilton is a priority, especially given the court order. Jackie, you're getting the sense that there a feeling in some levels of government 
and maybe within some elected officials that uh, they their attitude is, uh, well, okay, this may be legal, but we don't like it, and we're going to make it as difficult as we can. Well, I think that there's a lot of stigma. We had 90 years of prohibition in this country, and, and medical cannabis patients had to fight tooth and nail in order to get the access that they currently have. The problem is, is that a, a lot of the products that are destined for the medical market are ending up in the recreational stream. And so, uh, again, patients uh, suffer up front. And so what they're asking for now, and what I think that it, there's a mandate either on the courts or uh, local government, is to make a decision that resolves this conflict. Because consistently saying that we they can arrest their way out of this problem isn't going to work. I just heard uh, uh Dan Kinsella say that there's over 100 charges before the courts. Um, thanks, right? Courts are now going to, every courtroom in, in the city of Hamilton is going to be filled with these cases now. That's not a solution, right? Well, and and there is, that's, that's part of the concern as well. I mean, when these things finally do come before a, a judge, uh, you know, the, you've got a situation where technically they're legal now, so why were the charges not dropped? That's a question I think an awful lot of defense lawyers are going to be asking when they finally step in front of a, a, a judge and, and say, look, we have to deal with this. And I and I can see, I understand what, what uh, Deputy Chief Kinsella was saying here, but, you know, you got to come down hard on these people. I'm not so sure that, that, that there's a, a willingness to even do that for, for the people that are being charged. I think it would be wrong-hearted, and I think it would be wrong in law. So I, I, I highly doubt that that's going to be the route things take. And I think that, it, you know, it doesn't behoove police to be demanding that of the courts, right? In fact, I think that Hamilton police should be very cautious because there's a court order that says that they're supposed to be enforcing uh, medical-only rules rather than the, the, the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act in this situation. So it, you- it's a complex situation. And again, uh, I think that... Uh, all government actors are doing their best, but the baby is being thrown out with the bathwater here, and medical cannabis patients are suffering. Well, and uh, I guess uh, just to wrap this up, it'd be awfully nice if uh, the Hermia did a little research before he started uh, flapping off about uh, what's going on here when it comes to the numbers as well. Uh, Jack, oh, well, I, well I, I think that that's the, the most disappointing aspect of this, is Premier Ford has, uh, has essentially called out the city of Hamilton in a way that's completely unfair. The city of Hamilton had probably the best, safest, and uh, uh, most reliable uh, cannabis scene in the entire country, and now he's, uh, he's saying that that's uh, inappropriate and awful in some manner. Um, medical cannabis patients certainly don't agree with that, and now they're suffering the consequences of Ford's bizarre position on this. So it's ex- extremely unfair to the city of Hamilton. It is. That. It is. Jack, thanks so much for pressed for time. I really appreciate you jumping in today. Thank you. Jack Lloyd, of course, a lawyer representing a number of the people that are running these businesses right now. Uh, everybody loses here. The police are in a tough situation. The, the courts are going to have to deal with all of this stuff. And uh, the patients, including, as Jack just mentioned, the medical marijuana patients are the ones that seem to be uh, most affected by this because they can't get the product they need for the uh, the pain relief and, and for whatever other medical reasons that they need the product for. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.